So I came home early to surprise you And I tiptoed over to your bedroom Where I found you there His fingers running through your hair And so I walked out Took a couple months for me to calm down While you were moving on with your new love affair Life can treat me so Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 118 of Spinning Thoughts. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to another episode. If you're here jamming for the midnight premiere on Adobe Radio, I tell you every single week, but I just want to thank you for staying up nice and late with me. I know it can be a struggle in the middle of the week. You rock. Thanks for being here. If you're jamming to this later on in the future, you're just as awesome. Thanks for being here. Anytime I can talk music to anybody, I'm a big fan. I love you all. Thank you so much. So episode 118, this is a good one because this is actually the first one of 2018 where I have an artist, a guest on board. My first episode of the year I was just kind of talking to you, and I'm sure it was boring, so I got to step it up a notch. I've got somebody that you're going to love. We've got a lot to talk about here in episode 118. Let's dive right into it. Everybody say hello. I've got Grayson DeWolf here. Grayson, what up, brother? Hello. Hello, hello. How are y'all doing? Hey, man. Happy New Year. How's it going? Happy New Year to yourself as well. It's going pretty well. You know, 2018 is... uh. It's been swell so far. <laughs> Dude, I know. We're going to talk a lot about uh, just how stellar the, the the end of 2017 was for you. And, of course, how it's trickling into this beautiful new year. I'm so happy to have you here, man. Where are you at right now? Man, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm really happy to be here, too. I am currently sitting in my apartment in St. Paul, Minnesota talking to a very handsome man on the phone yes yes you are <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's it like there in, in minnesota right now because i know like most of the country has been just like covered in oh it's been brutal right i yeah, mean is it pretty bad oh. i mean I'm, I'm looking at my window right now i see i see people sliding around trying to walk <laughs> like penguins uh negative eight i think today i think it's negative eight today which is man that's just brutal it negative is, eight. Who wants to go outside when it's negative eight outside? Nobody. It, dude, it's uh yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I so today I'm in Pittsburgh and so today it was a blistering like 33 34 degrees and uh, oh. it felt warm. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, like like they're you know, relatively that's extremely warm, but like when you <laughs> think about the grand scale, that's still very cold, but like I'm like envious of you right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, that yeah. sounds like I can tan in that weather. That sounds great. Yeah, dude. Well, hey, you're welcome to come and 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 hang in Pittsburgh anytime you want. Oh well, thank you for the invite. <laughs> I might take you up on that sometime. All right. So listen, uh, 2017 ended with a bang for you, for real. It really did, and it's carrying right over into 2018. So we're gonna kick it off on December the 29th. You dropped your debut EP titled Growing Pains. This EP's been out for just under two weeks at the time of this taping. Talk to me about how you've been feeling since this has been released. Um, yeah, it's 
I ha- I've been releasing music for like four years now. I I, I released um, like n- nothing official as myself, and then I then I had a band for a while and released. And so I've I've been releasing music, but literally nothing has ever been released where I feel like people have responded so strongly. And and I'm very fortunate right now to have that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just getting it's just getting picked up on different radio stations. Uh, lots of people like. We just had 400 people come to the EP release show last Friday, um, and like the, the music video for Karma, like the lead single, like has already like 250,000 views on Facebook. Like it's just kind of blowing up, and, um, and nothing's really done that for me as far as like an original original work. I would say nothing has really has had this effect. So it really it feels really great. I'm very extremely fortunate that like it ended 2017 that way. Cause it was kind of a big year of growing for me as, as you might incur by the title growing pains, but <laughs> um, it started off pretty awful. And then as the year went on and then we finished like that, I was like, wow, um, a lot can happen in a year. A year, year is a long time. It really is. And you know, we're right here in the beginning parts of 2018. And those are great words to really soak in everybody who's listening. We're fresh into 2018. Be optimistic, be hopeful. You can change Anything you want, regardless of it being a new year or not, you can always, you're always in control, at least to an extent, right? To, to, yeah, it's very true. To, to change your stars or do what you got to do. So I want to get just some of the general background on this this EP, Growing Pains. So uh, give me, where was it recorded? Who was involved? How long have you been working on it? Just give me some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, So... Uh, the whole whole record actually it was super collaborative depending on what song it was um so like songs like karma was extremely collaborative we uh it was written back like may and then recorded in july and then it got mixed in like august by zach Servini, who um he mixes for like blink 182 and all time low and pang of the disco like huge names yep. and the song ended up on his table and he was like the song is so good i'm going to mix it for you <laughs> So I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then it came out sounding like it came out of like God's studio. So um, <laughs> I'm super, I'm super fortunate that he, he, he picked up that song. But um, so, so that one was like the most collaborative. Um, one of the songs uh, was done. I went down to Nashville to work with Ryan Dawson from yep. All Time Low. Um, so he, he did a song called Invisible with me and he knocked it out of the park. He's, I, um, there's a lot of bands, the drummer typically, you know, he shows up in drums and he goes, goes home, but oh my gosh, Ryan Dawson is, is so talented and, and he's and you walk into his studio and he's just got, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to line up the tracks, uh, especially for like more of like a pop tune. I, he, he just knocked it out of the park. And so he did an awesome job. Um, uh, another person that I really collaborate a ton with is my friend named Austin, Austin Niverell. He lives in, cincinnati ohio so i would i would fly down there and stay with him and we would we would write songs like um like close close was a total um a co-write it, it came out of it was it's the acoustic song on the record and it, it just came i was it was late at night and we just got done writing a song that kind of felt like like, like a like a solid b but not an a it was like a b level yep. song and i was like all right well that was good we'll, we'll try again tomorrow to get it to get a better one um and he was he just went to in our room with his girlfriend and I just stayed in the studio and just just played with chords and I just started humming like the melody for close. I was like and he's like he walked in the room, he's like, What was that? And I was just like, I have I have no idea. I was making it up. 
He's like, give me five minutes, record that right now. <laughs> and we were up till 3 a.m. finishing the song. And it was, it was just like, it just, it was like a sneeze. Uh, and it's like some songs take like a couple of days or like weeks or whatever. But that song, it was, it was like, it was an accident. It was like a sneeze. Yep. And like, it was like, bam, done. And, and we both just collectively knew what we wanted to write about. And it was just like, cause it just, it just felt like this comforting, like, um, comforting song. And I, for love songs, I think, I think it, like, I really, I really struggle with writing happy love songs because I think it's 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 very easy to teeter on the edge of like cheesiness, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I think so. Really, just taking the time to really think of ideas that are beautiful and like showing like I love you because everyone's heard I love you before. Everyone's heard a love song that says I love you, but every song has to say a, a, with a little spin on it or a little bit differently, so that it's something new. Um, and so just finding those little ways to say stuff like, um, like, uh, one, one of our lines we say is I want to paint you a picture with all your favorite colors. And though I'm no artist, you act like it's a wonder and like, just, just, just really like artistically pleasing, like phrases like that is just really like what drive that song. So, so Austin is a very talented person and, and he, and he also mixed and co-produced like a, a few of the songs on there as well. Um, so he, he co-produced and, and helped me write uh, singing by myself. Yeah. Which I think, I think we're going to talk about later too. We are. Um, but singing by myself. And um, he also wrote invisible with me. So the song we did with Ryan, he, he co-wrote that with me. And then I brought him a song called please hurry up that I wrote most of it when I was 16 and I just I just sent him the tracks Damn. and and he 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 gave me a few uh he gave me a few pointers on the second verse because the second verse was was written kind of immaturely because it was like written when I was sixteen <laughs> and so um so he's like we should we should say this and this instead and I think we're good and so so we did that and then I then I flew back home and then I recorded like I got all my friends together one night I like I like ordered pizza. And set them all in the basement of one of the churches that I that I play at, and I set up a mic, and I gave them all the music at halftime. It was just like literally, you just gotta say these oohs, like the ooh, ooh. I'm not sure if you heard the song, but like I I the whole. Oh yeah, so like the, the whole choir comes in, and it's literally like a total of like ten, ten people. But I, I recorded them doing. Everyone did like four separate parts, and recorded them over like ten times. So I ended up having like a hundred voices just stacked. And it sounds like it's just like a, this this choir that's in this giant church, and literally it's like a small room in the basement with like friends I met in high school just singing it. Um, and and like my friend did the guitar solo I wrote for him on on the song as well. Because um, I can't I can't I can't really play guitar very much uh, very well. I mean I, I I I used to be very good. I can rhythm guitar my life up all the way. But it's when yep. it comes to like a solo, like I just kind of have to play it on the piano until I'm like this is kind of what I want. I want it to bend here. I want it to feel this way. I want you to make people cry. <laughs> and, and then he's like, all right, we'll try. And then so like by like the fifth, fifth try, we get something close enough and then go in and, and edit a little bit. And then there yeah, we have the guitar solo. So um, yeah, I kind of danced around, but that, that's kind of like a lot of like the really key points of Grand Pains that I'm really proud of. Um, Karma was something, it was just like this really like acoustic song on a, on a, on a, um, on my phone. And I just like sitting down, I'm like, okay, so now I have to come up with all the music for the song that me and my friends wrote. Um, what, what do we, what do we do? And I, I listened to, um, funny, uh, 
a country song, Shania Twain. Uh, wow. Man, I feel like a woman. You know, but then there's like the staccato hits there. Yeah. So there's that. So there's like, there's this pause of karma. It was like, so I came home early to surprise and I tiptoed over to your bedroom where I found you there. His fingers running through your hair. And there's like this pause after that. That was just wide open. It just felt so awkward. So I was like, okay, so something has to happen here. And I wanted the song to grab people's attention immediately because like we're I, I, now now I feel like people have smaller attention spans more so than ever. Yep. And so if you really want to, if the song comes up on Spotify on like shuffle, you really have to rope them in quick before they, they just hit the next song on that playlist. So um, having those big, like ginormous hits, the, uh, 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 bah, bah, and then, so there's like a re- there's like a reversed electric guitar there. There's there's a horn section. There's a synth. Um, there's like a vocal uh, like glitch in it. It's just it's just absolutely stacked there to just just sound massive. And it does sound massive and just grab people's attention right away. Um, but the whole song, I had my friend do horns on. I wrote him all these horn parts for him. Um, and then I went in and, and tuned all the horns to make them just sound like absolutely perfect but then i would move a few to make a make it sound just a little bit off so make sure that like it still sounded real to me because you don't want it to sound fake because real horns but you want them to sound like as good as possible right. while still sounding unique and having the integrity that he played it in so i'm a very like perfectionist when it comes to my production stuff um but because you have to make it sound um sound real but also perfect at the same time so um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into a lot of the songs. I, I'm glad. It seems like you've listened, so I really, I hope you like this stuff, man. Dude, there's no doubt that I've been listening to it. I've, I've actually been listening to you for probably the last couple months, and it's, the way that I work with Spinning Thoughts is, and I've everyone who is listening who has listened before, they know that if you're on the show, I'm a fan. There's no doubt about it. And well, dang, thank you for having me. Then I appreciate absolutely, it. man. And I, but the way that I work is, is I don't go off of like, uh, like. I wait. Like, when I find an artist that I like, I wait a little bit. A couple months. I want to see what they're doing. You know, so I've been jamming you for a little while, man. And I've been stoked. I've been waiting to, to hit you up. And you, like, responded immediately, dude. So I'm, like, I'm elated. You know, you, you hit me right back. I've been looking forward to this. And, yeah, I've been jamming you a lot. And everybody who's listening, I'm sure that a lot of people who are jamming this episode, 118 right now, you're probably a fan of Grayson, but if you don't know who Grayson DeWolf is, you got to look him up. Uh, Karma, obviously, is is one of the catchier songs you're going to listen to probably this year, for sure. So check that one Thank out. Thank you. No doubt. And while you're at it, just make sure you listen to the entire EP from Grayson DeWolf, Growing Pains. All right, so Grayson, not too long ago on Facebook, I, I think it was right around the day of the release, You, I, it was the day of the release, Uh, And I'm going to quote you here. You said every single note, word and breath in these songs are intentional. Talk to me about that, uh, that quote right there. Yeah, no, totally. Um, So being, being involved in the production and every, every song for the most part, give or, give or take um, really, um, I think any notes. So like when you go, when I work with other artists, I, I, I write for a few other artists as well. Um, and I'm trying. I'm trying to write a lot for more for other people in, eight, in 2018, just because I really like um, working with other people and getting their ideas and working on other people's careers. Um, but uh, something that I, other artists do when I'm with them is that you know they'll be in the vocal booth or they'll be writing and and they'll they'll just kind of settle right away for for like this subpar like melody 
um, even if it's just a note, even if it goes like do 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 instead of like do 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 do, like they'll settle for the first one when the second one could be so much better, and and then I'll tell them that, and they'll be like, well, it's just one note, but. <laughs> One note can literally change how the whole song feels. If that's the hook, yeah. literally you, you will change how catchy it is. That will change how important it is or how memorable it is or even just the feeling of, of, of what the song is talking about. So one, one word, one syllable, anything. And so like literally when you sit down and you do a song, any of the songs, and, and you're really going for something, uh, you're, you're, it, it's not rocket science. It's even it's more complicated at times. <laughs> and, and so it's just like, what, what about this song is going to make um, people really gravitate towards it? Because, because when I, when I write, obviously I write for myself, I, I, I'm an artist and I try to, to do, put my spin on it, but we want to also write in a way that, that other people are going to listen to and they're going to enjoy it because that, that's a job as, as a songwriter um, to, for, for, you know, if you're trying to be a pop artist and you're trying to, you know, to get out to a lot of people, you, you, you start to pick up on what works and what doesn't. And so I, just, I think it's important when even like every breath, every note, every instrument that I chose, like, like, um, like sometimes an instrument's going to enter and to keep your attention because otherwise you're going to start getting bored. And like, those are just some sm small things that, um, that I really pay attention to because I want to make sure the songs are as entertaining as possible so that you have reason to go back and hear something new. You didn't hear the first time you listened. Um, so that's really important to me. Yeah. And you know what, man, it really does. It shows through. It's impressive. Uh, the complexity of this EP for real. I mean, and just again, a great example of that complexity is in karma. I mean, holy shit. Uh, there, there <laughs> is, you. there's so much good going on in there including in the music video. And we're going to talk about that here in a moment. But before we talk about the music video for Karma, I want to just give a fresh little taste on the palette for everybody listening. So we're going to actually jam to Singing By Myself. This is off of the debut EP Growing Pains from Grayson DeWolf. So everybody, enjoy. Lights out so 
With nobody else, even if it's lonely, in the end I'm doing well. Singing all alone, dancing with the ghosts. Can't tell if I'm happy, but I think I'm getting close. Singing by myself, with nobody else. So you just finished listening to Singing By Myself off the debut EP Growing Pains from Grayson DeWolf. This song, Grayson, it seems to be a favorite of your fans. Talk to me more about this song and why you think it resonates to so many people. Yeah, uh, I th- so based off of just people talking to me and stuff. So Singing By Myself is a song very much about like... Um, one day just kind of looking around and realizing that like you're alone. Like it, it's, it's a song about loneliness and, and like, whether it be, um, it, it wasn't about a relationship, but it could definitely be like, if you just got out of a breakup and you're like, you're singing by yourself now, or, um, for me, it was all my college friends had gone off to college and, um, and different States and stuff. Like my, all my, my high school friends kind of departed and I felt like, Oh my gosh, I am, I'm alone. I don't have my, any friends anymore. And I was like, it was really shitty, but, um, um, at right around the time when we went to the studio to do this, my band was just breaking up and, and then my girlfriend and I had just broken up like the month prior. So, um, for me, all of a, it was like just this massive, like hole in my life is like, wow, I am alone. And it was just kind of, the, the song is really about embracing that. And, um, as far as other people go, like, um, a lot of people my age, like anywhere between like 16 to like 23 kind of in that young adult, like older teen, young adult demographic. I think a lot of people really, um, they, they specifically I've noticed like it's those people that really get into the song because I think, um, I think a lot of people in this time of our lives, like we're still trying to figure it out. Like who are we surround ourselves with? We're really, you know, people are going off to college, people are graduating college, people are graduating high school. Like there's a lot of life changes that happen all in this age period. Um, and where you just end up going someplace new or doing something where you just feel so, uh, alone. And, and so the song really is just like, like really just embracing it and being like, um, singing by myself, uh, singing by myself with nobody else, even if it's lonely in the end, I'm doing well. So it's like, it's just being like, even if it's lonely in the end, uh, anyway, like, like screw it guys, like screw you guys for leaving me. I'm going to be just fine. Like, it's just, it's like this boldness to it. 
And then the next, the next line, uh, I've heard a lot of people really like resonates them. The tag of the song is, uh, uh, I can't tell if I'm happy, but I think I'm getting close. And cause that's just like that, that being a tag, a lot of people tell me when we're in the course, like you want to dumb it down. You want to resonate with as many people as possible, but it's being so easy to grasp. But man, I loved that line so much. I could not just let it be dumbed down or anything. Like it's such a concept. Cause it's like, uh, like you, I can't tell. I literally cannot tell if I'm happy, but I think I'm getting close. Like, so what is like? It's just like, what is happiness? Happiness is a warm blanket. Like, I really like deep, deep talks, man. We're but getting like, existential what, right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what? What is the found? What is the definition of happiness? What's the? What's the? What is? What pinpoints like happiness? Because it's all relative and it's all contrast. It so, yep um as far as like the lows and the highs of life and everything but um but that's really in a nutshell what the song is about and i i'm really glad that people resonate with it because that was one of the songs on the record that i really wrote for myself more than any anyone else i wasn't really trying to please that many people except myself when i wrote that so hearing everyone respond to that one like almost the most like on emotional level is like wow I'm so glad that I'm not the only one going through it. And I'm really glad that you also know that you're not the only one that's going through it. Dude, great words, great words right there. And you're you're right. I mean, it, it seems like, it always seems like everybody's chasing happiness. And sometimes it almost like takes somebody to like remind you of where you are and to, to like just give you that reassurance that you're doing good and you're on the right track. But it always seems like every with social media especially, it just seems like everybody's oh always gosh, so yeah. happy, right? But everybody is just kind of looking to, to find their place and to find that happiness. And, you know, wherever you are, whoever's listening right now, wherever you are, it doesn't matter. You're doing the right things. Keep being you, keep doing you, and keep finding that happiness. Uh, dude, I, I love those words. And jam it, J- just jam the songs and, and and feel the vibes. Now, all right, we are just getting so great into the conversation here. I want to talk about, and I've been watching this video since it released. I, I'm going off of memory. I want to say maybe the 21st, maybe December 21st, Karma, the, the music video yeah, for Karma yeah, it, Drop. it was around, around there, some, somewhere around there, yeah. It was like right a, a week before, basically, Growing Pains Drop. So you dropped this incredible i'm not kidding incredible music video for karma there's so much going on in there there's so many people the the choreography the music god it's amazing if anybody hasn't seen this music video for karma yet please delight yourself and check it out what was that experience like for you man it turned out great thank you uh it was it was a ride um it was really funny so i I knew that I wanted that video to be, because the song is huge, like it's huge sounding, like uh, not the size of its popularity, but just the sheer force of that yeah. song. And so I was like, all right, it's gotta be big. Like this can't be a bland music video that <laughs> people have seen before. Like this song is different. So this music video has to be like something people haven't really seen before. And I wanted dancers and I wanted, I want people dancing. I want, I wanted to feel like an uptown funk kind of, uh, video where you have like he's Bruno Mars is walking around downtown yep. like he's owning the place he's got his guys so that was the <laughs> kind of thing um and I was really looking for a director really badly because I knew that um although I've done a lot of film and stuff I um that's such a sheer massive like idea so I need someone else and I couldn't find it I just had moved into 
um, my new apartment. And I, I live in an artist loft complex. So I live with a bunch of other artists here in, in, in St. Paul, Minnesota. We all Hell live yeah. together in our different lofts or whatever. And I was just, I just got a tour of like the building when I was moving in and then I was walking out the parking lot and, and a guy named Jude uh, Aotic, he, he was there and, and he's like, Grayson DeWolf, is that, are you Grayson? And he's like, met me. He's like, I've been a fan, I've been a fan. I, I used to work with, with your old booking agent. Um, uh, let's do something together. And I, I showed him the song and I, I told him kind of like what I was, what I wanted for it. And we just started brainstorming. Uh, luckily enough, the, the choreographer, um, or sorry, no, the, uh, the art director of the music video, but also like the, the manager of, uh, Minnesota dance collaborative, which is, which is this big, uh, dance troupe kind of here in, in the twin cities, Minnesota. Um, she was going down the hall when I was performing at the spring art crawl. She came up to me and said, "How like your voice is amazing. I'm so I love your music, blah blah." blah. And she told me about herself, and I, and she's like, "I would love to work with you at some point, doing whatever." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I'm looking for some dancers right now. If you know anybody." And she's like, "Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it for you, like next month. Let's do it." And so and so she got a choreographer named Corey, um, and we we and off the four of us just sat in a room. And we just schemed and um, event. We were originally going to shoot the whole video at a diner, um, he, but the diner closed and it started getting too cold. It was like, it was like late November. By the time they were ready to film, it was like snowing outside. It was like 20 degrees. Oh, um, man. So it was like, I was like, okay, well, well crap. Uh, we'll have to rethink. Um, and Shelly, Shelly was the art director that, that, I, that, um, that runs, helps run uh, Minnesota dance collaborative. She mentioned can, can wonderland. And um, if, if a lot of your listeners are in Pittsburgh or whoever's listening, if you're ever in Minnesota, um, Can Can Wonderland is like an adult, um, um, like amusement center, like or, uh, what, what would you call it? Recreation center. Sorry, that's a better word. Recreation center. It's like, uh, you know, adult bar. You know, if you've seen the music video, you, you can kind of get the idea. But it's like mini golf um, designed by a bunch of local artists. Like, so it's like, like sculptures turned into a mini golf course plus like arcade stuff and neon lights everywhere and so um we tour the place and we're like yep we're gonna do the music video here and they let us use the space for free so essentially the and, and we told them or they're they asked us like what is this music video going to be about like what are you doing here in the space and we just like we literally just want to have fun and go through the space because by the time that we start by the time we get to this location the music video this is a celebration because Grayson's, you know, ex-girlfriend just got cheated on after he, she cheated on Grayson. So by the time it gets here, we just want to dance and have fun and and just pull off these massive stunts and stuff. And and we'll go through the whole the whole place and we'll show it off. It'll just be like self-promote. It'll just be like we'll just be promoting you the whole time. And they're like, all right, you can use it for free. And so we got to just go in the space and use like the pinball machines, use all the lights, use the mini golf course. They they were so nice to us, and um, we got everyone together. All the dancers, they chore uh, choreographed all the dancers with me, and and they practice here in the building. So I'd just be like, like 9 p.m. I'd be working on writing some song or making dinner or something, and then I get a text saying like, come down and see the dancers working on, on, on your piece. And I would yeah. just go down and, and they would just be like doing flips and like <laughs> doing these, all these crazy shit. And I just be like, Oh my God, it's this incredible. is going to be amazing. It's incredible. So I'm glad you like it. Yeah. That's kind of the whole process though. And then, and then we filmed, uh, so the first two scenes, like the, the scene 
uh, I, where I walk into my girlfriend's bedroom, like apartment type of thing. That's my apartment. And then, and then the second scene where I walk out, that's like in like one of the halls here where I live. And so that was filmed in one day. And then the second day we filmed all of the, all the crazy stuff was filmed in one day. Um, it was super stressful, but we got everything together. We had a pizza party in the middle. It was, it was so fun. And a lot of my friends got to be in the video that that came out and so i just you know when, when i'm like 30 i'm just gonna look at that video or even like 80 if i make it to 80 hope so i hope Please. so too um <laughs> uh, i'll just look back when i'm when i'm 80 or something and just see like man these are the people that i surrounded myself when i was a teenager and i i really i i really think that i'll be uh i'll look back and think man those were some good days so yeah so grayson all right look i i wasn't gonna go where i'm about to go right now but you kind of you kind of you mentioned it a little bit, so I'm I'm just gonna very quickly I'm gonna ask this. So karma yeah. is it really about like you having a girlfriend that cheated on you, and then that girlfriend, this ex girlfriend now, got cheated on? Is that really what happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it not so we we exaggerate it a little a little just for the sake of it being a good song, right? People want conflict and stuff. Um, yeah, I did get cheated on, and then she got cheated on. Um, by the guy that like I found out was she was cheating on me with, which so obviously it was like, heh, heh. <laughs> Come, you got your you got your comeuppets or whatever <laughs> you want to call it, I guess. Um, I I never walked in on her though. Like the song talks about me walking yeah, in on her, and yeah. then it gets like it's like whoa, and then like oh that sucks, and then the, you get the big hits, and so like that works real. So I didn't walk in on it. I just found out about it, you know, in passing. Um, but otherwise, like for the most part, the story is true. And and when we were when we were writing it. Um, the the people that I we I wrote with a guy named Adam Nielsen and Cameron and Steinmeister and they live in Los Angeles. Adam also had a similar experience, and so because we were just sit down like, all right, what are we gonna write about today? And then we're like, what if, what if the girl that like because when you so when you sit down to write a song, you're like, everyone's like, we all we think like, all right, so we have a girl. Yeah, and, right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a girl, and and she she used to date us. Yep. <laughs> but she cheated on us because because we because we we've been cheated on before. Let's write about that. But what if we write a song now where she gets cheated on by that girl, the guy that cheated on us with? It's like Inception type of a yeah, thing. Yeah. It's, just, it's like so. It's like mm, that's I haven't heard a song about that before. Let's write that song. And so that's just kind of what it is. So it kind of is a little bit like a country song because the first half is all story based and yeah. then after that then it's a party but um so you kind of have to lay the framework so by the time you get to the chorus it's just like so what does it feel like like haha you suck <laughs> you know now listen are you on good terms with this this you know girl that you're referencing yeah um no we are i i saw her i saw her this this past year um and uh, we just met up and got and got and got food. And um, no, I, I don't. Even, I don't even think she knows the songs about her. To be honest, Shut I, up. I'm not. Come on. I don't think maybe maybe she listened to. It. I like. I sent it. I sent it to her, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is fantastic. Dude. It's so good." And I was like, "Thanks. This is about you." Just kidding. I didn't say it was about you, but right. I'm like, mm, "This is about you." Like, aren't you like pissed off? Uh, but no, she she's so supportive, and she's she's so happy that things are kind of taking off for me, and so. Um, I wish her nothing but the best. But um, it's, and I, but actually, it's over. I actually mean that. We're on a yeah, yeah. We're but we're on very very good terms. And and she's she's honestly phenomenal. I I have nothing against her, as as the song might might seem like I'm, I'm I might be pissed off in the song, but in real life, like I, I'm really happy for her. She's in her life, so yeah. 
All you got to do is be a good person. Sometimes shitty things will happen to you, but you know what? Like you said, it, it all kind of comes back around. Karma will get you, and just keep being you, keep being good, and uh, the good things will flow. So make sure you watch the music video for Karma off the EP Growing Pains from Grayson DeWolf. All right, we are moving right along. So Grayson, on January the 5th, you celebrated this EP, Growing Pains, with a, a, a banging release party. So uh, we're going to talk about this for a minute. Where was this at? It was at Amsterdam Bar and Hall. It's it's actually the first venue I ever played. I was I was like 15 when I first played there. Damn. Um, it, it was just empty when when I was there. Like my grandma came <laughs> and my mom came and like two friends from high school came and that was it. And it was just really pathetic, you know. But it was my my first time performing live or whatever, whatever. And then here we are four years later and and the place is just like almost sold out. So um, it was very full circle doing it there. That's that's why I chose to do it there because. Um, it, I thought it'd be cool and it, I, I'm lucky that it was. <laughs> so how do you approach your live performance? Because I know you were in a band before time Atlas, right? Is that it? Yes. Yes. Uh, so you're in a band before now, this is your solo endeavor and you're going full steam ahead. So how do you approach the live performance? Is it just you on the stage with some backing tracks or are there others who are, uh, supplementing and, and with that same question, if you can elaborate, what are the plans for the future in this regard. Yeah, no, totally. Um, all right. So imagine, imagine Grayson <laughs> on a stage and, <laughs> and to my right, we have, we have, we have a guitarist, electric guitarist. On my left, we have a bass player behind me, drummer, of course. Um, back right, we have my keyboardist and backup vocalist. And then the back left, we have a multi-instrumentalist horn player so he played all of like the trumpet and the trombone parts that were used on the record and then i also wrote extra parts for him for like the songs that there weren't horns in like singing by myself like i added horn parts in there for the live show so it ends up being very like uh ends up oh man what who who has the giant show that's a solo artist uh man there's i mean there's lots but um uh oh my gosh this is gonna kill me my dad listens to him all the time i'm racking my brain he's, right he's now gonna, He's gonna be so mad at me that I don't remember who who, who it is. Uh, Dave Matthews Band. There oh, we go. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yes. So uh, my dad listens to this guy all the time. We don't, but I grew up listening to it. So yeah, like so like not not like a ginormous band, but uh, no, I do have. I mean, we, we had we have backing tracks that we run as well with all the extra synth parts and stuff and some twelves and whatnot. But um, my music, I do want to have like a big show. Like I really I really look up to people like solo artists like Brendan Urie from of Pan of the Disco, which Hell is now yeah. pretty much a solo project. And like Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is awesome. Uh Jack Antonoff who does bleachers. Yes. Um I re I really look up to th these types of artists that um John Bellion. John Bellion is a huge guy yeah. I look up to because he he writes in a way where um when you listen to it, it doesn't sound like a band would play it. But then when it when it's live, you know, the live band is the whole show. Like yeah. people go to see that band. And yeah. so um, as I move forward with my music and like I said, tying into 2018. So I'll do that. Um, uh, moving to 2018, like, um, now that I'm not, you know, I, I think I figured myself out a little bit more and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of moving away more from like the, from being like a, a, little, a little more Rocky. I'm trying to go a little more indie and alternative with like my pop writing and stuff, a little more like Jack Antonoff and like John Belly and, and kind of like really, really like, um, really strong producer songwriting types. Um, but I really want the live show to always just be big and have a band and have, and so that would be like, cause I, cause then 
I think it's more important for when the times that it is just me and acoustic guitar. And there are those times in the set where it really is just like me and acoustic guitar. We bring it down low. We do like the ballad or whatever. Um, those moments are, are even more special because, um, you know, we have, we have this, we had this giant light show on January 5th, um, with, with, you know, really, a really well-planned set list. Like it was a big show type of thing. But then when it comes to that part where the lights go down and it's just one light that shines on the stage and I just walk forward with acoustic guitar, like that just, ha- it's all contrast, you know? So when you have all those big highs and then you have that low where it's just, just the guitar and me, and then I make the crowd sing a lot of the lyrics and then it just feels like we're in a coffee shop together instead of this packed room. Um, and so I, that, that's the kind of show that I really, I really want to have for the rest of my life is just, I want to make an experience more than a concert. All right, so it's incredible that you just said what you said because as I'm looking at my interview sheet right now, I'm literally about to talk about this. So I saw a short clip of a video you posted on the socials of this beautiful... (laughs) On the socials. Yeah, on the socials uh, of this beautiful crowd. Seriously, it, it was just a gorgeous moment. They're singing with you and there is just the glow of hundreds, hundreds of phones in the air. I mean... Again, if anybody hasn't seen this, ju- just look up Grayson DeWolf on all of his social media. It's on there, and it is, it's like 30 seconds. It's short, but it's so sweet. Uh, you got all these beautiful people and their phones in the air, and they're singing along with you, man. Like, th- you know, this is, these are words you wrote. This is music you wrote, and they're there with you in this moment. That's like one of the most beautiful things about music is what I saw in that video. Like, it, that is just the epitome of of why I love oh. music. What was that like for you? Talk to me oh. about that. First, first of all, thank you for saying all that. Cause that I, man, you're awesome. You really vibe <laughs> with it. I'm, I, I appreciate you. Um, but uh, no, it was in the moment it was, I was, cause when you, for, first of all, the, the record had only been on a week, like literally the song, the song had only been released for like, like seven days. So I, I, I expect in the future, more people will know the words um, and whatnot. But like, in that moment, like, like seventy-five percent of the room knew the words. Yeah, and they all and 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 I sang along for the first part in the video. As you, if you watch the video, and at the end, I I I, I turn the mic over to them and I hold up my hand, and they and like and when they finish it, you just hear people say, um, because I'm like I say like nothing's perfect, and I hold off, and then everyone just says, but baby, we're close. Yep. And I was I was just like, oh <laughs> my god, I got I got home I got home that night, and and because right before I was like, all right. Because we played the the song up to that moment, up to the end. So the the song close, um, it, it builds up from a ballad all the way through the song. It's big, and then it drops down, and then it has a, a a new a newly written chorus at the end where it talks about the relationship in old age. Um, so we played the song up to there, and then at, instead of continuing the song, I paused and I talked to the crowd in just silence, and I was just like, I need you to put your cell phones up. And and I, I I count them off as people start doing it. I was like, no, no one is too cool for this. Like, I'll do it with you. Well, my phone, and all of a sudden we have we have everyone the cell phone phones on the air. And yeah, it's just about creating those moments because I, and and that's something I'll have for the rest of my life now. And everyone will have that because yeah. most people were were filming that. Um, and just looking back, like I, in the moment, like I I teared up on stage a little bit because like, oh my god. We, I wrote this. Me and Austin wrote wrote that hook, and they and a hundred people, at least two hundred, three hundred, almost four hundred people, they just sang that. Yeah. And and it's just there's something like that. I, I got home and I watched the video again. And I just cried. I was like, 
we're doing we're changing people's lives with with songs and that is what i feel like i want to do as long as i'm alive so just the fact that people show up and let me do that and be a part of their lives is it's something that i really i really don't take for granted and i i hope i never do you're you're a seriously genuine dude i've i've had 118 episodes now on spinning thoughts i've only been around for about a year we've been hustling okay but of all the people that congratulations I've talked, by the way thanks man i appreciate that but you know of all the people i've talked to man like you just you seem extremely genuine and i could just tell that that every moment that you experience with the the music with the fans with the producers photographers videographers like Dude, you appreciate it, and that that we need more people like that that just are inclusive and appreciate every hand that that is involved in the process. Man, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I really have. And uh, me too, man. You, you, like I said earlier, like you, you really vibe with the stuff, and you really know, uh, you really appreciate you know music and artists. And so I'm I'm really glad that you have spinning thoughts. I, I think your listeners probably feel the same. Thanks, brother. And I, I said at the beginning, I'm going to say it again, that that invitation, if you ever want to chill in Pittsburgh, man, uh, you're welcome. You are so oh, welcome. Man. To Thank come. you. Absolutely. Are you a fan of dogs? Uh, I love dogs. I have two golden retrievers. All right. So I got a husky and a German shepherd. So, you know. Oh, it, my gosh. Big dogs. Yes. I love big dogs. I know. So uh, th- they would love you. I've They've heard your, your music, okay, and their ears perked. So. Uh, oh dang! Wow. <laughs> you you are welcome to come hang with me, Yoko and Lennon. That's the pups' names. You are welcome. Oh my gosh! Off of uh, the Beatles, right? John Lennon and, yep. and Yoko Ono. You know it. Oh man, you, me and you're gonna get along just fine. <laughs> you know it, man. So anytime you want to come to Pittsburgh, I, when you are coming here, hopefully it's soon. Uh, I, I'm gonna come and see you play and rock out and then we got to chill uh what are your plans grayson for 2018 as we are winding out episode 118 do you have some touring plans can i look forward to seeing you in pittsburgh or even within like a five-hour drive i'm willing to do what what's the plans for 2018 i i think you will honestly um uh like i said a few doors have opened the past couple weeks they can't say much of but i do expect me to be on the road before the end of the year hopefully doing some bigger gigs than what I've done before. Um, like, uh, but as far as like immediate plans for me, um, next, next week I fly down to Los Angeles to meet with, with some, some people that I cannot say much <laughs> of, but well, I'm going down there to, to meet people, but I'm also, I'm also down there writing with some people. I'm, I'm writing and working for, for an Instagram model, which I cannot say, but, yep. uh, working, working on her music and then working on music for, um, a bigger group that I can't say. So like, uh, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff. So the beginning of 2018 is, is, is actually me being a part of uh, the careers of people that um, are bigger than, than, than I am right now, which I'm really fortunate that like I get chances to be a part of something bigger than myself. Um, and I really do like in- influencing other people's careers. And cause it's, in, in the end, I, I'm not really looking, I don't, I don't make music to try to be famous necessarily. I, I, I just want it to have a, a footprint on the world yeah so when i'm not around anymore like my my songs my words are still around for people to to cling on and i don't, I don't care if they know it's me that wrote it or not i just want them to have it and so um i really enjoy getting to write with other people and make um um their songs take flight um uh cam bogle he is a he's kind of in the digi tour canadian kind of realm so he has so he he's like a pop artist from Canada, um, but I wrote a song with him and I actually produced the song 
uh, with a friend of mine for him and they're and they cut it and they're releasing it um, this month actually so that's happening so you might see that song pop up on my social medias and he has a music video for it so um yeah so the 2018 is kind of like that and then um while i'm down there in los angeles i'll be writing um trying to get um new music for myself as well um and i already have a few songs that i know are going to be released in 2018 under my name yes because um, I'm, keep, yes. I'm keeping up for myself but um yeah totally i i think i think you'll definitely see some singles coming for me i i, I want to have music coming out faster and faster and i think the way to do that because people, people's attention spans these days aren't the greatest so nope. <laughs> they, everyone everyone needs everyone needs like content all the time and, and it's not that i'm against that because like I want to keep making songs, so it's fine. Right, and um, it drives so I, you, I, you know? That that mentality drives the artist as much as it uh, fuels the, the listener. Totally, yeah. So, yeah, for, for fans of myself, I would, I would expect, um, you know, by spring, you're going to have a song or two. Um, whether it ends up being on my next record or not, you're going to ha- start having songs coming from me, and I'm just excited that more people are listening than ever in 2018, so it's going to be a good one. You know, Adobe Radio only gives me 55 minutes to talk to artists, so I, I could keep talking to you forever, Grayson. I really wish I could. I wish you could keep oh, singing to me. don't worry about it, man. <laughs> so before we sign off, uh, give me talk to your fans, man. What do you want to add? What do you want to say to your fans? Uh, you know, as we're heading into 2018, you got a lot going on. Uh, send us off here with uh, a word to your fans. Oh, wow pressure cool uh, <laughs> yeah. uh uh yeah no totally uh so if you if you made it in this interview and you're a fan of mine or if you never heard me before and you want to be a fan of mine and you're going to listen to the songs um i just want to i mean honestly i'm very thankful that people have been giving me these opportunities towards the end of 2017 and and uh the songs are getting where they are right now and I, I just I do want to thank like everyone that has supported me, um, whether whether you you've been with me since like I was 16, or if if you just heard Karma you know on this radio interview and you, and you heard it and you're a fan, um, I hope that uh, if I ever come visit you in a city near you on tour that I get to meet you and we get to talk, um, and and also I, I will, I'll go back to. Um, uh, you mentioned earlier about social media and like what's happiness. And so I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave this on a deep thought, but um, I, a lot of people talk to me about how on social media, like everyone, they see things going so well for, for, for anyone. It doesn't have to be me. It could be anyone. Right. And I just want to remind everyone that's listening that social media is such a big thing in our lives now, but for the most part, a lot of people just use it as a highlight reel, myself included. Yes. And, and, um, a lot of people are just constantly comparing themselves to to what they think what they think is the lives of others and and I just want to let you know that like your happiness um is not something that you should compare to somebody else's you know fake happiness online and so just keep your head up and and know that um you're doing like you said earlier you're doing fine so um and I hope you listen to songs that I write or singing by myself or anyone's songs and, 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 and feel the comfort from that. So I will leave you with that. That is my message. <laughs> God, dude, I wish, I just wish that, that we were closer. Cause I feel like we could be best friends and maybe we will be with the distance. Dude, when we're in Pittsburgh, <laughs> I'm going to hang out with your dogs and we'll sit down <laughs> and we'll have these deep thoughts late at night. And we'll, we'll just talk. It'll be, it'll be great. No doubt, brother. Thank you so much for being here for episode 118 of spinning thoughts. Everybody make sure you check out 
the EP. It just dropped on December the 29th. Growing Pains from Grayson DeWolf. The music video for Karma, it is out and it is fucking awesome. You'll love it. Let me know what you think on Twitter, at Spin Thoughts. We have a Facebook. We have an Instagram, a Snapchat. You, you know, you know all the stuff. Go find us. You can subscribe to the show for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. We have amazing contributors that are doing a lot of work, and there's some amazing albums dropping here in the early part of 2018. We're going to be reviewing them. We have our hands on some advanced copies, so keep your eyes and ears open. TheSpinningThoughts.com, and of course, every single Thursday at midnight, we have premiere episodes on Adobe Radio. Those episodes then drop on every platform the following Monday. I love you all. We're off to a great start here in 2018. I hope you're good. I hope you're safe with all the happiness in the world. Until next time, everybody, make sure you share music, spread love. I want to build you a castle with just blankets and pillows. Quilt that your grandma the made when you were little for you. For you. It won't always be that simple, but I'll be there for it all. When your days wage a war and your eyes. Storm, you don't have to.